0: To see examples of what we talk about on this episode, along with further information, go to BunchofDorks.com. Welcome everyone to Two Dimension Podcast. The comic book podcast with no direction.
1: Dimension.
0: What's up, everybody? You know that song. You know this voice. It's your boy, Rook. Joining me today is a very special guest. It's my good friend, Mojo. Hello there so we're having a little bit of a different episode today everybody uh we're going to talk DD. uh my six five six year campaign i don't even know how long we've been playing now Long time has uh come to a crescendo um but yet it is uh continuing onward with new characters uh so a few of you guys have asked over the years about you know the story the DD game i play and everything like that so we thought we'd do an episode for you uh first off mojo is uh, one of the players in the game he plays lolf reali uh, now known as lolf sinker of fleets <laughs> <laughs> um, and a whole lot of other things but also commander of the gar- uh, order of the white flame
1: so that that's one that, uh, that's brand new that's I brand new haven't gotten to test that one out yet we'll see <laughs> what happens in the future.
0: So basically, uh, we ended the game, and I did this big uh, prologue piece about uh, what happens to everybody, and uh, that ended up being your title at the end, which you'll get to play with a little bit in these new games, uh, but we're starting new characters, too. So you got you had any ideas on those yet?
1: I've had a couple of passing thoughts, but nothing concrete yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to go quite so dumb on the range of intelligence as i did as last time you
0: mean like the multiple times you jumped into the water in
1: full plate armor hey listen a 10 intelligence is a 10 intelligence <laughs> all right you, you can't be too intelligent although probably low wisdom wasn't a good choice too
0: i i still marvel at the fact that the roles that came after the jumping in were so good you survived both times well it's that constitution
1: <laughs> that's that what saved my ass every time you just <laughs> sit in there you got that meme online of the giant like you jump into a save game and you forgot where you were in the bottom of the ocean
0: <laughs> yep that was, was that was Lolf. 100 percent so you joined us i think what was it game two or three um i think it was game three game three uh the game first started out just uh god i think we had like seven people at the table include that didn't include me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was it there was there was quite a bit of uh initiative lag. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz uh, two goofballs yes. on, the,
1: on the team roster.
0: We did have two two of them, but uh you know, the the group whittled down towards the end and uh, we ended it with uh four of you guys. Uh Michael who came in in the last two games to join uh with three originals three of the originals uh, finished it out yep so but so for those those of you who have talked about it before on the on the show and know but the game is based off of the storyline was based off of the albums from a band called Unleash the archers their albums abyss and apex uh, apex came first and that's where the matriarch came from. That whole storyline building her her four sons uh, freeing the immortal was based off the original album. So that was probably I'd say the first like three years, four years almost of the
1: campaign was that yeah so, the original like shifting through different timelines
0: and yeah. Well, that was before a big timeline shift. That's that's what happened when the new album came out.
1: That was the shift between.
0: Yes, the shift between is when the new album came out and the storyline was continued in their albums. And I went, oh, crap, how do I make this into content? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I actually used a different song of theirs to do. Um, There's a song uh, of theirs called uh, Daughters of Winterstone. And I literally ripped that name right off and created a whole new order in the world uh, that you guys are playing in, called well, the Daughters of Winterstone.
1: Now those were the women with the green stones. Yes,
0: with the time stones.
1: Uh, the order that formed after we saved them from the the
0: order that formed. Yeah. So <laughs> what I, what we did is you guys had freed the immortal, uh, but to add a little extra drama, I made him a twin. It, that was not in the in the albums. Uh, I made an evil and good twin, and you guys accidentally, well, unbeknownstly, working for the big bad guy, freed the bad guy. <laughs> Perspective's a bitch, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and then later on, discovered that he had a good twin that started guiding you to try and stop his brother and the matriarch herself, and guide. And that's when you guys got guided to Winterstone. And met the daughters of Winterstone, and then all hell broke loose. All hell. Broke loose. <laughs> so I actually tried to do the uh, the psychological test of the uh, the trolley car. You know what that is?
1: Oh yeah, like uh, save one person or save three people, but you know the one person, you don't know the three people. What do you choose?
0: Yep. So it was badly written on my part. I have to say. But the whole, that whole time jump back into the past, uh, you, could have, you'd taken, you guys could have had two choices. You could have chosen to save Lord Alexander, which was the Knight of the City of Iron, which, ding, is another song name from Unleash the Archers. Or you could have saved the Daughters, and you guys went with the Daughters. So that, therefore, creating a divergent timeline... Uh, Which, some play with the timeline was going to be done no matter what, but your guys' choice created a whole new, basically, nation inside of the game.
1: Not to mention I got to keep those uh, eight time stones.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, We created an object called Temperium, which is a green stone that helps uh with time magic uh if used in game it can cause some very fun effects as you guys started to figure out
1: the small ones did a full turn or six seconds rewind from wherever you did and i had six of those and you gave me two of the large ones which did a full 60 seconds or 10 turns into the past yep
0: and it also had some actual RP uh, uses as well uh, for the large stones, if I remember all my scribblings correctly.
1: Did it? I don't. Know, I, I don't those didn't ma- didn't make me lose age. So
0: they, they don't make it. No. Uh, so what he's referring to there is later on. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to that part. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Let's not jump. Let's not jump. <laughs> but yeah it was um, it was it was fun playing with you guys because you guys would constantly go left when I expected fully for you guys to go right uh, the best example of that came right after the time shift where Liz's character decided to make a hole <laughs> in the castle wall uh, I had this whole castle thing planned out. It was great. It was with the eldest brother. Um, he, They were going to fight their way out of the castle and everything with the, their stolen goods. And Liz created a hole in the wall. And you guys just ran around the, the hole and used an item called the Warden's Key, which I found on Instagram, um, and teleported yourselves back to your airship. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. whoops <laughs> loopholes i think we got through uh, two pages of a eight page write-up that i had ready for you guys that night and then you, it just like went into the air like yep little little birds uh, uh my first moment of realizing that i really really need to plan better against you guys <laughs> <laughs> i've learned a lot dm with you guys it's it's been a lot of fun i mean i think first lesson is uh no big groups. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. With with big groups who
1: have the same role playing style. Yeah. You don't have that initiative lag. Yeah. Right. Because either you have a group who's like gung ho for um, combat or a group that's gung ho for role play, and when you when you get the extremists on both sides, people who really want to role play and really want to battle. Yep. That slows everything down because note the ones who want to battle aren't versed yeah. on wanting to go out and shop for an entire game <laughs> and the people who want to shop for the entire game are slow on picking their spell they don't know their spell lists yeah
0: they don't know their spell lists. <laughs> <laughs> not slow to it they just don't know it nope yep, I-, I would agree with that because they're they're too busy thinking of all the cool things like oh well you know if we get into a situation here i can use this spell on this innkeeper
1: exactly yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: I straddle the line between those two, so I'm frustrated by both of them. <laughs> yeah, well, I well that's because you're a DM as well. I think you know. I think a good role player eventually picks up that DMG and starts writing themselves, and it makes you a better role player. It really does. I, I think uh, game wise, that's. That's the thing to, to go for. If you've been playing for a while, I mean, take take over the helm for a minute. See how you see how much fun it is. Absolutely. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Well, it's practice makes perfect,
1: is a is a saying for a reason. And when you're a DM, you're literally playing every single NPC. Yeah. What better practice is there than? playing multiple player characters
0: at the same time in your own little world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, which is something I experienced with, uh, after the time jump, you guys uh, re-entered this world where the storyline followed the next album, but not precisely. Um, it's kind of funny because, like, sitting next to me is my giant folder of, of, uh, of writings from the first album, I literally did everything by hand, written, uh, notes, as I... Let me open this beast. Ugh. DM Scribble. Yeah, DM Scribble, exactly. It's it, Most of it, I think, is incomprehensible at this point to me, uh, but it's, it's fun to look at this stuff and realize how much you guys did. I mean, I've got everything in pages. You can see my horrid notes set up and everything, but... Yep. It was after the time jump that I started writing digital and started putting everything into uh, Google Docs and was able to organize that way. Uh, How do you write as a DM? Do you just kind of wing it? Well, no, I usually –
1: I've only had two attempts to to have a full campaign as a DM Mm -hmm. and because of various player issues – um, the group's always dissolved. But the way that I always approached it was I have an overarching character/slash villain base that have plans. Right. And if they are unopposed, those plans will eventually get to what I have written for the ending. Right. Okay. There, their ultimate goal. Yeah. But I try not to write or get too attached. To any of the in between, because the players will fuck me every time, and then I start throwing six pages in the air like like, the <laughs> like I did, like I did. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's true, it's true.
1: Uh, but um, none of that was ever wasted in my in my learnings. I did do a lot of the writing down and then having it completely fucked up, or writing a, a huge epic boss and having them kill it in three rolls, like those things I took as learning lessons and you can always reuse them in other. So it's never actually wasted all the stuff and the effort you put into it could always be picked back up
0: and then reflavored for something else. Oh, absolutely. And that's part of my plans for what you guys did with that castle, uh, that, that will come into play later on, uh, hopefully in this new campaign. But, uh, what I was now back to what I was saying in regards to the albums. Uh, the next album, it so the next album takes place in more of a space adventure. Uh,
1: oh, that's right, because you said you, with Glee that you got
0: Spelljammer. Yes, I've got Spelljammer now. A um, little disappointed by that, but we'll leave that for another subject. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other podcast about uh, why uh, we're angry at Spelljammer. Yeah, yeah, we might do that. But I, uh, I did use. Uh, a lot of the ideas behind it. Um, I actually basically ran you guys back through the first album of of Apex, um, hunting down the brothers. Uh, but I introduced uh, the grandson, which is actual canon from the albums. Uh, in the second album, he is the one who wakens the immortal, uh,
1: hmm.
0: basically stealing him from the matriarch because uh, she just views him as a weapon. And then from there, Oren was kind of my deus ex machina npc to stand in the background the
1: receiver of the golden bow
0: yes the receiver of the golden bow which uh caused us a lot of problems uh one of our one of our prior players
1: uh one of the goofballs yes one of the two
0: goofballs one of the two goof goofball players uh which you know i love those two when they're you have to
1: have goofballs in yeah. a campaign, or it's not as much fun.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it, it would totally break the table at times. Uh, but it was fun. It was absolutely fun. Uh, but Orin was my deus ex machina for you guys. standing in the background. Your quick travel with his uh, specialized airship. Uh, his warp which, drive airship. His warp drive airship that I created. Because I just, I, I hate travel. I hate travel. I really do.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of tracking of rations and... Yeah. Daily grind. Yeah. Travel. Uh,
0: I, I think that's definitely for your hard edged, uh, RP players that you want. They want the, the every minutia of it. Exactly. So, uh, but <coughs> <the> airship, <laughs> uh, shots. <fired. laughs> uh, but the airship was called the legacy, which is actually, uh, one of the songs on the album. um, which many of the lyrics were used later on. Uh, but the legacy was just too, it was too good of a song. It was beautiful. And I just, I had to name the airship, the legacy. Um, but like I said, from there, you guys went back through the four brothers, um, stealing from the first and second, killing the third, and then finding that the fourth was, uh, actually a prisoner which uh, ends up being uh, the grandson's father. Um, the That whole piece was... Uh, pr- that was the game that we did in the uh, old Asylum.
1: Oh, yeah, where everything was actually an, an illusion. An illusion
0: or, or a memory or a ghost, really.
1: Apparitions of some sort, Yes. Yeah.
0: So, um, but, uh, yeah, so the first one, you guys, Rare... Totally roadrunnered me. Uh, got out of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> got to the airship. Meet me. Ran off. Uh, the second one, uh, which is uh, the city of dust. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, which for those keeping score. Illusion. Want, yep. So for those keeping score that want to know, um, the coward's way would be the first brother uh, from the album Apex. False walls is the second brother, uh, which that city was led by a cult of worshipers and then the third brother uh, was 10,000 against one on the album apex uh, which was the also rolled into the song the dark general from one of their previous albums as well
1: and that was the one with the with the th- the, the mimics or whatever or the yeah uh,
0: the, uh, uh, they ended up being called Scraplings. scraplings right yep. Uh, which are in our world a type of mimic that basically only mimics armors and weaponry. So yeah, those yeah. Mel ended up with one of those. Yep. So
1: she she never she never really got down into keeping track as much as she should have to yes. make that as powerful as she could have. Yeah. The. I only knew a little bit of it on the peak I got on her her writing on on what it was, but Mm -hmm. if she'd have kept track of everything she killed with it, holy cow.
0: Yeah, so the ability he's talking about, it was uh, a stacking series of pluses. If she killed an orc, she got a plus one fighting orcs um, to the attack roll. If she killed two orcs, she ended up with a plus two uh you know and it, uh actually i don't think it was just one two it was after like sets of ten yeah you had
1: thresholds of... on yeah it, i had too.
0: thresholds on it yeah that would have been god can you imagine if it was only one oh, i kill this orc i kill this orc I... <laughs> <laughs> all the orcs are dead and i have a plus 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was... no it definitely was uh what there was threshold limits on that
1: no there was there was two game-breaking weapons and both were taken care
0: of. Yes. The golden
1: bow. The golden bow. And the... Okay, so technically
0: three. Flame Tongue and... Flame Tongue and Guardian. guardian uh, which, uh, the... Uh, for the, anybody who knows, you know, old school D&D, Flame Tongue is the sword of the War Duke. Uh, so if you, you heard that and you're like, wait a minute, yep, that's War Duke's sword. Uh, I made a companion to that called Guardian. Uh, which basically came off of the Demons of the Astro (laughs) Waste album, Dawn of Ages. And uh, you'll also find uh, Daughters of Winterstone and the City of Iron on that album too. Uh, And General of the Dark Army. So uh, like I said, I, I basically stole a lot of ideas from their albums to build this campaign. Um, Let's see. Oh, Flame tongue and Guardian came into play in the flashback uh, when the world reset, actually, and that's when you gained Guardian. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you guys were carrying Guardian. So, so I had to I had to banish Flametongue into the the volcano
1: to get Guardian. Yes. And then later on, we had to take care of it the rest of the way. Yep.
0: Yep. Because you. Mysteriously, uh, Flame Tongue crossed the dimensional void with you, uh, which really I didn't intend to do, but I just (laughs) I just ran with it, and then I you know had to fix things later. (laughs) But it was safely wrapped in blessed cloth. Entire time, absolutely, absolutely.
1: After I almost killed two party members with it, yes, because it did kill one party member with it.
0: No, you. T- who did you kill? She,
1: she went to zero. She was. Uh, she would have been dead, dead. Okay. Remember, she came back with the scar.
0: Yes, she came back with the scar. That's right. That's right. Liz's so,
1: character. Yep. Liz's character ran her through after I, I missed that twenty-five DC Wisdom save.
0: <laughs> hey, man. You know the pluses had their minuses
1: for that sword.
0: There are consequences. There are always consequences. Oh yeah. So, but. The the third, the Dark General, was the one that uh, ended up uh, being the pathway to get rid of the Golden Bow, which was, I think, one of your favorite enemies. Mm. <laughs> if the mic no. doesn't pick that up, he's over here growling <laughs> at me.
1: <laughs> a, a rhyming imp. Com- so So annoyingly cliche. <laughs> I just, every time, it's... It's like I just wanted to punch him every time we started talking about it in the voice. And then I thought we'd gotten away from it because he transformed him into a a larger demon form. And then I realized he was still rhyming. And I was so upset. But the rhyming were just longer
0: couplets and they were harder to find. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. I love that. I love that guy. (laughs) No. No, no, no. No.
1: And I wasted some might blood on him
0: yes you did <laughs> oh man that that guy was fun to play uh, <laughs> mainly because the look on your face but everybody else just laughing hysterically at the idiotic rhyming <laughs> and your overall reaction <laughs> isn't that how
1: isn't that how one of carl's characters almost died
0: because of the special, yes, special episode. we had. Uh, Well, I think what did we have? I think we had people out that night. Yeah, so it was like a descent into the cave. Yes, so uh, what he, what the imp did is, uh, in uh, he ripped you from your reality uh, for an evening, uh, which would you know was one session. Uh, and threw you guys into an obstacle course called the Oubliette, uh, which you can find on uh, Pinterest and stuff. Uh, I modified some of that uh, preset uh, gaming scenario for that lo- occasion. And yes, uh, mate, uh, Carl almost died and I believe Tommy. We, Tommy. We, actually, it was, it was a choice between
1: Carl dying or me and Tommy dying. That's what it was, and and not technically dying, but being locked away in stone forever. Technically dying, so <laughs> <laughs> so, so that just added to your
0: aggravations of the imp.
1: The, the, yeah, it just added to the whole thing. Like that, all all of all of, of Carl's goofballism went directly into the shenanigan list on
0: on the imp. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't see him for a while, though, after that, until, like I said, the... Uh, the when he appeared in his modified form. Uh, the Scraplings uh, helped you out after defeating the, the Dark General and uh, brought you to the Abyss, uh, where you found the Scraplings' home. And then you fought... Uh, what was his name? Ashram the Goldbow. so just in the name alone you should have known the bow was going (laughs) bye-bye
1: well they've been fought over so often with that damn magnetic shield that got lost
0: when tommy's character left oh that's right that's right that stupid magnetic shield yeah that player infighting was was an issue for a minute yeah
1: rough for almost six months yeah i'd say six months yeah and, right. and then, of course, um, the turtle jumping into to, to oh. make the fighting even better.
0: Oh, yes. The turtle. The, the turtle just... We had uh, Craig playing a monk turtle... Uh, named Turles. But well, what did he play before
1: that? The really bad one, the, the penis oh, carrying. Oh God!
0: AIDS, yes, the, uh, the uh, halfling. Let's, right? let's keep it keep it PG a little bit with this guy. <laughs> we had the uh, halfling rogue that collected uh, members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who did come back in a in a cameo uh in, in the new timeline? Yes. Uh, not very happy with you guys, but he did come back uh <laughs> god that,
1: is, that was the before times that was the, the way way back when they slaughtered my entire hunting village yes actually that's that's we should we should actually that that's a good story to tell how you actually ended up there yeah, uh, yeah my, my entry was i was hunting for the the local chapter of the hunting party and just so happened that you guys had just slaughtered an entire hunting lodge. Yes, and that they was in my backstory. Completely lied to you and made me think it was someone else. So I adventured with them to find y- you the You made an oath of vengeance, <laughs> and that oath of vengeance stuck with me as a subclass through the rest of the game.
0: Yep, and the be- the best part was is the oath of vengeance was out on the same idiots you were traveling with. Yep, <laughs> it was never discussed. Not once. Not in
1: character. Not in character. Out of character, it was discussed quite a bit. Yes, (laughs) it
0: was.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Usually to the tune of, I hope you know that you should never tell me, guys, right? (laughs) Yeah. You should never tell me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it would definitely go totally sideways. (laughs) So you guys go back to the uh, material plane at that point, and... uh, You know what, before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and take a music break. We'll be right back.
1: Go! Oh. hear our most recent 20 episodes on iTunes. If you would like to hear our older episodes, you can find them on our blog. Just go to bunchofdorks.com and click, click on, on the Cyclops. Joe dimension can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe, rate, leave a review, tell a friend, or like us on Facebook. Thanks for listening.
0: And that was our very own Dallas with his band Dungeon Boss, their new single, Persistence. Hope you guys enjoy that. You can find that on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes. Just go check it out. Of course, that is Dungeon Boss. So, yeah, we were back to the material plane after that. Uh, And that's when we went to the asylum. And Oren got to meet his father. And I literally ripped off... A ton of lyrics, right from the songs, for all the all of the dialogue between him and his father, uh, came yeah. directly from that song.
1: <laughs> and that was that was kind of a theme, though, because every time that we started to to find like a brother, you like you would tease, be like, "Oh, you know, if you pay attention to the album, you might find a little bit of spoilers in here." Yes. So uh, it seemed like you had uh, like trying to been giving us little OC clues
0: at that point. I was because I had a horrible thing to do and we'll tell you guys what that was. But that (laughs) last game broke me, man. I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) I was trying to lessen the blow. I think on myself via letting you guys know what was happening. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so Oren meets his father, has this conversation with him, um, you know, basically yelling at him during battle. <laughs> um, and then you guys freed him and you got the final key that would unlock the immortal in this time frame. Uh, which The players needed four keys uh, that were held by the brothers in order to uh, free the immortal from this time frame. And... Uh, this time doing it the right way, going to the good guy at the top of the mountain. Who was in his little extra-dimensional dim- space. Yeah, who was uh, being tucked away in a pocket uh, piece of pocket dimension. Uh,
1: Ironically, right out front of which, we had our final battle, which we'll get to later.
0: Yes. Yes. Pre-planned destiny and all. Or, should I say, already in the albums. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, yeah, so... Orin goes, frees his father, and then you guys finally get to go and awaken the, the immortal and go into it. And the, At this point, uh, God, we're, what, just probably only about four or five months ago at that point.
1: Yeah, it kind of went pretty fast once we hit that point.
0: Yeah, once you hit that point, there was only, uh, after the Sins of the Father game, which was lyrically based on... The legacy song, the interaction between them, but the theme of that one was very horror based, uh, very, uh, very much uh, Lovecraftian, uh, psycho slasher themed.
1: (laughs) And and I think we we only had four games after that to the completion, Uh, three actually. Yeah, so it was was only
0: three more after that point. So uh, the awakening with the immortal and you guys. Then discover that my twin dark immortal was dead uh, or presumed dead. When you descend into the base of the mountain with the help of the immortal, you guys found him in a sarcophagus with a glowing temperium knife, which that's the piece that ages people. Yeah,
1: that stole age from everyone who touched it.
0: Yeah. uh, What Liz aged like what?
1: 74 years which was inconsequential for her right right? because of being an elf but the other one
0: no nobody else touched it
1: oh that's right because it he someone was wearing gloves yep and they failed to say they were wearing gloves well but they were
0: uh no the only actual the only other person to touch it would have been the immortal
1: i thought there was one other person I, i don't know there was a lot of revelry going on. So yes,
0: there was a well, and not to mention a whole lot of f that I'm not touching that. Oh and yeah, no, that f was me though. That was yeah,
1: <laughs> f that. That's green. I'm not touching it.
0: Yeah, uh, which, if I remember right, I think it was a, it was a con save and then a DC 100 roll. No, actually, it was just a DC 100 roll. Uh, it you was, just got it. Yep. So it was. It just happened. There was no going back on that one. Uh, so, yeah, she ended up, like, 78 years older. <laughs> uh, and then in walks her little, the Matriarch's little herald boy uh, to tell you guys to kneel, which, again, a lot of his dialogue was pulled from the albums uh, for that. Uh, you know, I, I did a lot of that. I, I pulled a lot of lyric uh, or, or dialogue from the albums and, and just kind of... Uh, did it that way. So, and actually, I think you might be right. I think we did four games because that's when you guys, right after that, is when you guys sank the airship fleet. Yeah. Which I think well, was sank. your. Sank. Yeah, we're, we're doing quotation marks sank, which this is a story I really want to tell because this is. The uh, second fleet that we destroyed. The second fleet that you destroyed. The first one using
1: an item you gave us that you forgot that you'd given us. The greater, e- the greater greater Air elemental, elemental Summoning.
0: Which I didn't forget. I knew you guys had.
1: Just didn't suspect we'd use
0: it like that. No. Uh, much like the particular item you used. Uh, so and you guys escape the mountain. You uh, find out there's a fleet of airships heading towards the city of Cog, which is another location in this world. A major Uh, location. Yes, a major location. It's one of the few free cities uh, along this coastline. Um, So you go off on your airship to try and stop them and defend it. And this is where the greatest piece of shenanigans (laughs) ever occurred. Uh... Prior to this, they the you guys ran into a mimic colony. An entire village. And an, uh, yes, an entire... Well, no, it wasn't a village. It was just a cottage with a wall. And it was just, you know, everything at the cottage and wall was a mimic. Um, they gave you a potion that... I saw this online and thought it was just like the funniest damn thing. It was a uh, mimic... Health potion that, when drank, basically caused the drinker to become a mimic incubation pod. Um, so you give us multiple of those. I gave you multiple yes. of those. I believe I gave you four. Uh, and I fully expected you guys to get trapped and you know do something funny, like you know have the mimics having the guards drink those and become mimics and, you know, help you through the use of the scrapling that uh, Mel has as her, her companion animal. That, that was my thought. That was what I <laughs> thought you guys would end up uh, doing. It didn't happen. You saved these things until the airships, which I have to say was one of the greatest brainstorming sessions I have ever seen at this table. You guys basically did a full inventory,
1: right? Yep. Yep. No, we, we, we literally, I, I had everyone sit down and start telling me, what do you have? What are your plans? What are we doing? And then it got a little out of hand, because everyone had multiple pages from multiple games
0: of different items. Yes. Uh, well, Mel had two different character sheets from two different games. That hadn't been itemized down yet. Nope. Um, Liz's inventory was just filled with all kinds of things just wild stuff random things random things um and then you know Lord Arsenal over here <laughs> <laughs> with his what I think you have two bags of, no 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 I only had the one bag of holding oh yeah I only had the one bag but of it was holding.
1: filled with it was, bottles it was filled of with well waters. yes no not just well, health potions oh well, not
0: just health potions but well waters that Which were
1: full HP full HP revive. And we so. even did the math, so it was like.
0: Way too many. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, way too many. More way than you could many. use in two campaigns. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, that was another lesson. I learned. used it as a distraction in the final fight. You did. You did. Um, but yeah, so. Why don't you tell them what you guys did? We splashed.
1: <laughs> what? One of the biggest ones and one of the fastest ones.
0: Uh, out of four airships. You you hit the two biggest ones, and the you hit I believe what was it the command the command ship, the battering ram ship, uh the troop carrier those were the three yeah the troop
1: carrier was the worst because you could hear the screams of everyone being devoured as it changed
0: yes yeah uh the grandson Oren was his name in the game uh hopped on the back of the group of your Griffin. You flew up and he fired four or three perfect shots, hitting the decks of the airships and starting them the change to turn into mimics. Three giant floating airship mimics. Which then turned around and destroyed the rest of the fleet. Yeah. Uh, no, there was only four in the fleet. You guys captured yeah, the, but... f- the, oh, the fourth right. one. We did capture the fourth one. You captured the fourth one. one. Yes. Uh, which was a supply ship. And then later on, we sent
1: those back to the mimic colony that was very angry at us yes. for turning three giant things into mimics, but that they now have to feed.
0: Yes, yeah, that was um, that was a point of contention. Uh, brilliant, brilliant roadrunnering on the behalf of the players
1: listen have you ever seen the anime like the dragon hunter animes where they're in airships and they hunt dragons oh yeah but they're not like real dragons they're they're weird yeah they're
0: weird odd dragons right well
1: if that doesn't exist in this next game that you're making i'm gonna be so angry (laughs) because i want to i want to i want to fly after and catch mimic dragon ships that have oh. been breeding in the wild.
0: Oh, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what. <laughs> I'll take notes. Uh, I'm taking notes over here right now for uh, things you'd like to see. Right? Yeah, <laughs> things I'd like to see and hunt so that I can make special things out of. <laughs> well, from there, uh, it was pretty much the end. It was Attack attack burger, which was... Uh, uh, in case anybody recognizes the names, yes, I did use the uh, Feyrune map and just basically renamed a couple of cities for my own regards. Uh, you attacked the capital city of uh, the Matriarch and found her not even being there. Uh, instead, you met the Soulbound, which was the th- the three sons again in wraith form. In wraith form, uh, much less powerful, um, but still. Great combat, Um, you guys. That
1: was the trick combat, right? Where we had to destroy their power sources before we we could destroy them.
0: Yep, you had to destroy the power source of the spell before you could
1: destroy them. Because nobody was hurting them, and the magic damage didn't seem to be doing much.
0: Which, do you recall that happening before? In the original timeline, I used that same exact trick. Did you? Yep the The night that Mel's first character died, the fog of war inside <laughs> the, the <laughs> fog cloud inside the battle to the the battle tent, the command tent with all the the scraplings surrounding everything. yep. Uh, that uh, that was the first time that I used the brazers uh, that time that you had to knock over and destroy in order to do damage uh so I, I, it was so much fun i had to bring it back for a second time we, we mastered it this time i'm surprised you didn't notice it uh, notice the connection i didn't put the connection together you were the one that figured it out the first
1: time no yep. so, uh, that, yeah that's that fr- i didn't figure it out the second time because as usual my initiative was under five.
0: Oh yeah that's true that's true
1: because I knew what I wanted to do, but I wasn't going to say anything because it was my turn and I wanted to do it. <laughs> so Liz got the first one because Liz and Mel always all high on initiative. Uh, but yet you roll high on so many other things. Well, I save my high rolls for smites. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have spell slots. I have smite slots. Yes. So no, And it's a good choice as a paladin, truthfully. Especially yeah. with a guardian, yeah, absolutely. Which I cried when I lost. By oh, way. I'm sorry <laughs> He
0: had to go, man. It just I could. He
1: fulfilled his quantum purpose. He it, had to
0: move on. He did. He did. Uh, sentient sword guardian left his hand. But... It left me with a plus, <laughs> <final> <laughs> a plus one weapon
1: for the final boss battle. A plus <laughs> one weapon for the final boss battle. Flame ah, the man, flame him! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, you did just fine. I did, I did. My, My character was already
1: OP enough because I'm an
0: asshole. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So at that point, you defeat the the three brothers, uh, which are the soul bound, which again is another song from the album. Kids, uh, Queen bitch was back up at that point, right? Uh, well, and then you found that she was not there. She was at the. She was at the mountain that you awoken the immortal from, trying to tap into the 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 source of his power. How did we find that out though? Wasn't there like a An, um? You did when you went up when you went up to the final to- part of the tower. There was that big rewind telling her whole backstory. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yep. I wanted you guys to have her full backstory about uh, the betrayal, the betrayal, the, the uh, everything that happened to her and, uh, how she came to power. Uh, so I did that. And then from there, it was, uh, yeah, onto the mountain, uh, where the immortal Where we was, said
1: goodbye to the legacy.
0: Uh, well, first off, the immortal kept getting weaker and weaker as she destroyed parts of the mountain. Uh, the, the legacy crashes and then you guys enter into battle with her, um, at this point in time, uh, I should note that Orin, the grandson, and the immortal uh, had be- entered into a relationship together.
1: Well, had openly admitted, openly that admi-
0: openly said in front of all of you that they were together. There had been signs and clues
1: in in the. Um the dialogue in the past that you revealed to us, but nobody had really caught on.
0: No, yeah, no, you hadn't caught on until I think right before Scomber, you guys were really suspicious. Yep. And then at that last, the, the night before the battle, uh, the moment they stole together at the top of the, at the top of the hill overlooking, that's what just punched it all the way in. So yep. that you guys knew, <laughs> um, which, Uh, If you guys listen to the albums, it's pretty obvious that the two of them became very important to each other. Um, And I really wanted to reflect that in what I ended up doing next. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So from there, you guys battle the Matriarch. The Immortal makes his grand entrance. Uh, You guys finish her off only to... Find that Oren is not made it. He is, he's died or he is dying and taken taken the blow for his lover. Yes, um, at that point you guys end up uh, you know seeing the immortal rise with his sword. That uh, the the entire dialogue uh, between the two of them is taken from the song uh, on the album. Actually, uh, the song "Carry the Flame." Uh, every last bit of that dialogue was from that from that song so it was it was that interaction between the two of them uh, played out in that song Uh, made for a perfectly dramatic ending to the campaign that is for sure thank you i i thought i hoped i did it justice (laughs) uh the song after that on the album would be afterlife but you guys didn't experience that because that was that song is actually pretty personal to the immortal um you might see some remnants of that song into the next campaign we'll see but you guys were at that point crowned the order of the white flame and we did a 30-year jump 30 years later uh Commander of the White Flame, Walt Realize, is greeting his new initiates into the Order. And uh, that's where we're picking up on our next campaign. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I've had a lot of fun. A lot of fun doing this. And the cool thing is, is the next campaign is heavily influenced again by the music of Unleash the Archers. So... Uh, of course, also heavily influenced by some of the shenanigans that you guys got into. <laughs> well, yeah, I would,
1: I would expect some of the stupid choices we make to rear their ugly heads later on. Oh yes, very much so, and uh, hopefully in the form of hunting giant mimics. <laughs> yeah, you're obsessed with the idea of hunting giant mimics. <laughs> well, listen, it's I na my, my new character doesn't have a connection to the to the creation of this mimic, whatever it will be in the future. So. I can have a whole new experience.
0: A whole new world. <laughs> I'm getting you a flying carpet already. <laughs> uh, man, it, it thank you for sitting down and talking about it with me. It's been fun. Thanks for uh, having me. Now you guys know a insane convoluted way that I did my D and D campaign for the last few years. Um Maybe six years from now, we'll sit down and have this discussion again. (laughs) I hope so. uh, Well, thank you guys for listening. And remember, you can find us at bunchodorks.com. You just click on that Cyclops. Of course, we have t shirts for sale. You can find those links on the blog. Until next time, everybody, read more comics.